Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. That's Jish Swish. That's Cecil Peters. And we are the Golf Guys. Cracking beers. Cracking beers. Talking golf on Tuesday nights on Twitter. Well, we used to be. We're now just on YouTube. We're exclusively on YouTube. What do you got there? You're showing us your beer, Jish. Pseudo Sue. Pseudo or Psycho Sue, as I like to call it. Okay. What's it taste like? Grape? It looks like it could be grape. It's purple. It's just a, just an IPA. Yum. It's pretty good. What are you I sipping got, on uh, tonight, Martin? Got something different here. I accidentally bought the big case Ooh. from uh, well, Sierra Nevada. Okay. Yeah. Double. You know what? I got I got uh, I got bullied online actually for drinking Bombay gin. Some guy <laughs> you named did. like you did grape. Yeah, it's like Braves fan 29 or something online. It's like, oh, he's drinking that. So I'm running it back. Some more gin and tonic. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Love it. Nice. Okay, well, um, here's the deal. Uh, we're going to have a guest potentially later. We're going to have an episode that's going to include, yes, the Valero Texas Open. That's where we're at. We're at the Valero Texas Open this week. It's in uh, San Antonio or something like that. But we don't care about this Valero Texas Open crap. We want to get right into the Masters discussion. The pricing came out today. Why waste our time with this field? But maybe not. Maybe we want to get a little bit into it. But Josh is doing these timestamps now, so you could just skip this. So if you stumble across this it. and it's uh, the Valero's going and you don't want anything to do with this next you know, five minutes or so, skip away. But, boys, don't skip yet because I wanted to tell you about a product called the Lawnmower 4.0. This is Manscaped's new innovative tool for your family jewel. If you got one or two, you can, you know, use this tool. Uh, it's not necessarily new. It's been around for a minute. I've been using it. You guys have been using it. It's got a little flashlight on there. It's a sleek trimmer. Get you, uh, you know, in the dark shower, up and close and personal. And it's really... Wait, you, you, guys, know, you guys shower in the dark or what? If you did, if you, you know, trying to... <laughs> Just in case. Fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> up in Canada, it could be dark certain times of night. Yeah. Maybe if you guys would send me one, I could you know, use the flashlight, but... Oh, yeah, maybe we'll get you one. If you do want one, see, so you can use this promo code GOLFGUYS20 and you can get 20% uh, nice. off and free shipping. I don't know if they're actually going to ship it to you where you live, but the, they claim they will ship it anywhere in the world for free using this code GOLFGUYS20. So they're our sponsor. They've sponsored us now for this whole season, and they're going to continue to sponsor us because why not? Ninety percent of the, 99% of the people that listen to this are golf guys with balls that need to be cleaned. So <laughs> go to manscaped.com, use your code. Um, and also we have a, another uh, sponsor. It's a company that's called Thrive, and they're going to be coming on on Sunday. Sunday night, we're going to do our master's pod. So that's a program alert. We're not going to Tuesday next week. By that point, you'll be all sick and tired of content. So we're going to go on Sunday night to talk about the names and the reasons for the master's mostly. I mean, obviously, we're going to get into a little bit of our leans and some of the stuff right now tonight for the Masters because the Masters needs two shows. So Sunday night, we're going to talk about this Thrive contest. It's going on right now. FGP, if you're a Thrive guy and you haven't signed up, FGP will get you a bonus into this contest. It's great. We're going to talk about more with the guy from Thrive. He's going to join us on the pot on Sunday. So we got sponsors. We got people that want to be a part of the show. Isn't that interesting, Eric, for how far we've come? Yeah, it's it, it, it makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> this, is, this must be a dream. This must be a dream come true for you guys. <laughs> you got 
You got a producer. Four minutes worth of that. Okay, so uh, I sold my house. So if you guys noticed on Twitter, I did uh, post that it was my home. Um, It's kind of weird to post about your house. It's a little personal, but I'm a realtor and I sold my own house. Josh, you've had had experience. Was it a Twitter follower? I've had a I've had a Twitter follower sell his house before with me, and his name is Jish yeah. Swish. Me, yeah. Jish. What a guy! How did that go? It it was uh, the experience with my realtor was great. Experience with the other realtor not great. I don't remember. Was it bad? He <laughs> was horrible. Yeah. Oh God! You you sent you sent some. House. I think you sent some mean emails to him. Oh yeah, no no we can't. And we we moved out and moved <laughs> in on the same day. Not good. great. Well, that was do a that. fun day. Yeah. Did your realtor do help that. you do that? Did you get help from your realtor? Uh, the day before, he was there. Ish. He was there. I, it was hot as hell. It was in the middle of the summer. It was, it was really hot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you've ever sold your home, in, well, I guess this market's a little bit different. So this might be a stupid conversation. We could just kind of skip this. Maybe we should just skip this and get to Flero. Should we skip this conversation? <laughs> Martins, is this interesting to you? Because I, I just sold my home. I had to show it. Had to clean it. Had to get it looking like I don't have three kids and a dog multiple different times of the day. I mean, it was a freaking nightmare. And I, I was like sick from doing it. Like I literally I at least I, I at least want to hear about how you were ruined the entire time by having, you know, children under the age of five, three of them while trying to do this. And you're you're, you're you were your own realtor. I don't know if I I, I thought that for a second. Was I was dumb. like, is he? Well, okay, so I work with my mom, so my mom was helping along the way, and like a lot of the circumstances where I wanted to get angry at it, at someone or be emotional about something, she would step in and be the you know voice of reason. That was nice. Well, so this market's crazy. You put your house on the market for like twenty thousand under what you want, and it'll get multiple offers and. Everyone will want it, and everyone's doing crazy stuff to just win. But I didn't want to do that because I don't have a house to go to. So I'm doing it kind of backwards for a reason, strategy-wise maybe. But So I don't have a, go- a house to go to, so I'm not about to fire sale my house and just you know start taking bids. So I put it up a little bit higher than I maybe thought it was going to go for or around where I thought it was going to go for. I'm a, I'm a really good agent, so I priced it perfectly in my opinion. And so the first weekend comes along and the mentality for these buyers, especially in my price range was to not go after this house. Cause it's going to go for 15,000 over or more. And Oh man. So I really like it, but nah, I'm not going to bid on it. So then we get to Sunday morning and there's no offers. And then it's like, we get into, there's people hovering, but we don't have any offers on this thing. So we were like, it's crazy. So that made me a little bit nervous. Is that, is that this uh, kind of the feeling you got Jish when we talked, when you saw last year it was, similar similar market it was it was very similar we uh, we just kind of luck boxed into a really good situation but true true very similar yeah yeah mm. just like DraftKings, you got to luck into a lot of gpps you know what i mean so i agree my house is not the greatest house ever so there were flaws which maybe that's why I didn't fly off the shelf and get multiple offers in the first weekend. So, but we, we battled, right? Okay. So we're not going to, we're holding, holding our, our, you know, what happened was really, we we saw a house we thought we were going to bid on. So then we got a little bit more motivated, like what? Let's just get rid of this thing. Plus at the same time, 
the pain of removing the blackout shades from all of my kids' windows and then <laughs> putting them back up multiple times a day and, you know, vacuuming every single second. Like, it was insane. And then I have a dog, too, so that was a problem. So uh, then we got a little bit more, more motivated and we lowered it. So this is what happens, Josh. You lower it and then people wonder, well, why didn't it go? Here we go. I want it now. I'm going to go for it. Oh, my gosh, I can get this house? No, no one ever lowers their price. Everything goes for way over immediately. So then we lower it, and then everybody comes out. And they're like, we want it. I want it. I'll take it. And so we get multiple offers. The dude goes up to where we were originally asking and waves his inspection. So it was brilliant. But it was like. Which is good because yes, if good. you remember this from a while ago, I saw on Twitter once about a year ago, you were using Drano in your plumbing, and some guy really freaked out at you. So, <laughs> there was an inspection. That would probably be an issue. Yeah, might actually that's just bad. Good point. Wow. I forgot. I don't, about that. I don't know if you remember that or watching. not. But. Um, no, that's funny though. But like, really, uh, the just leaving your home with the you know needing to get your kids out and just trying to figure out where we're going to eat and like you have to bring half your stuff with you. I mean. Clearly, this is a terrible idea to try to move with kids. So I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna talk to clients much differently in the future about how they move. You know. Christine and I both agreed that 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 was a waste of your time to be taking down your blinds every single time <laughs> you're doing the showing. Why? Why is that a waste of time? Because like I wanted them to see the windows. You know what I mean? Can't you see the can't you just <laughs> push them off to the side? Yeah, oh, I have those, like once just like duct tape them to the roof. Yeah. <laughs> They're like additional to the window. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, you know, I'm obviously then here's the problem is that I'm an OCD perfectionist realtor combined with a stressed out, you know, paranoid seller. So that was me at the same exact time throughout all of this. And I have no energy. So I'm running on zero. And I got, you know, so this is just terrible life. So I'm happy it's over with. Now I need to find a house. So if you're out there in Minnesota and you uh, have a four bedroom on one level home in the Western suburbs, I would love to buy it. <laughs> no, I realize it's kind of boring content, but so, so we can talk about the house thing, you know, every week I've got house stories, I'm sure. So that's kind of the theme of the pod is that we're not all golf or guys too. So uh, we do have careers like Josh is doing taxes in the middle of the night, all night because people are late and lazy. <clears throat> and then, you know, Cecil does the Cecilpeters.com. So how's that going, Cecil? That's not bad. I'm actually going to start now that it's getting warm outside. I was getting itching to go outside, and I NHL is coming to an end. So I phoned up the local golf course, and I kind of know the maintenance guys there. It's like, hey, I'm going to be bored for a while. Do you need some help getting the course ready to go? So I might be doing that a little bit over the next few weeks, help get the course fired up. Wow. Nice. Get a little early Get a little early course knowledge going on. That sounds like a blast. Hey, Darbo. Welcome. Darbo's here. Cheers. What's going on, guys? Hey, cheers. Oh, he's got a brewski. Darbo, we were just talking about how I had to sell my house. Or I, I was, you know, the showings. It's crazy. I was listening and throughout most of it, I'm like, so you're going to keep your house then? <laughs> no, it's all. He's going to have two houses. No, yeah. here's the thing. I got until the end of June to close. And so, therefore, it gives me about eight weekends to go look at houses. So, I'm, you know, but, but, but my realtor tells me that. What I've done is great. I've taken advantage of the hysteria of the spring market where there's limited inventory to sell my home. And I've given myself a long enough closing that by the time that I need to make the decision, it will be the peak inventory of the entire market season. So, boom, we're going to sell it low. 
We're going to buy when there's more inventory and there's more options. We're going to close. Perfect timing right before summer. Bingo, bango, bango. Love it. Awesome. Hey, anyone got any comments about that? Oh, Adam's here. Or no, wait. No, Montgomery is in the chat. Monty, our guy. Zillow estimates good or no? You know, Zillow, probably pretty good, actually. But ultimately, I don't know. I don't really worry about Zillow because I'm a realtor. I'll just tell you what it's worth. Okay, let's talk about something. <laughs> uh, should we just go Valero and share alliance and then we can get on to the Masters? Because Valero, what do you know about Valero, yeah. Darbo? What are you saying in cool. your uh, in your videos this week about Valero? What do we need to pick for a golfer? Corey Connors. Yeah, Better be. I mean, there really isn't anything that's going to be super, I don't know. You don't need a certain shot shape. You don't need anything at this golf course. Okay. Just you know what golf. I learned about this course from looking at the leaderboards. It's like the most basic one of all time. Yeah. You got it. All the leaderboards, like you know how sometimes you look at fantasy national, like the past ones, and there's like a few guys who are shitty on approach and like dominated putting. This one, everybody who's at the top of the leaderboard, good approach, good off the tee, decent putting, decent around the green, just do everything well. Cecil, did you uh, did you oh. happen to look at the Corn Ferry Tour leaderboard from 2020? I did not look at the oh. Corn Ferry leaderboard. Okay, well, I did no, see that though. Was that actually the same course, or was it just the same city? Isn't that there's the same? two. There's two. So they have a they have an Oaks course, which is the one they're playing on, and they have yeah. another course, which is the one they're not playing on. I don't, I don't know what one that's called. No, it's, it's sweet. They played it like back to back weekends. One I think he died. One of them was not he nice. died. Yeah. Well, the the Oaks course is the one they're playing on this weekend, so that one mattered. Davis Riley won that one, I yeah. think. So that one mattered, but the other one was like the week before, or the week after. I think they played them back to back weeks, and that one, okay. totally different course. I don't know. Thanks. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> no, no. I, got, uh, I, I tried to get some people going on Twitter. Well, of course you didn't work. Cecil, his new favorite thing is getting people going on Twitter. We already talked about this, but now, now, Jish uh, is an impression <laughs> whore. <laughs> <laughs> He's going for those impressions on Twitter. He loves it. I like interaction. I don't he care. Can't believe it. No, okay. Here's the thing. All right. So, do we want to talk about our lineups or what was your process this week, Eric? Did you just open up the Valero and you're like, and then you just clicked a couple of names? And you're like, Whoa, let's move on. Or what? That's what his lineup looks like. He did. Oh. <laughs> Which Eric? Oh, God. He's going to no. call me Darbo. Yeah. Darbo or Sweet Spot for Mr. Darbo. Or sweet so, spot. you, Martins. Quag. Quag. Yeah. I just I did, beer, I did beer gut brain like you. Yeah, I could probably guess. Like you're for sure playing Charlie Hoffman, right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not actually. No. Okay, no, I, I, I would have guessed that you. Yeah, same. That's fair. I would have too. Interesting. Okay, we'll show the lineups. You want me to pull it up? I think, I, I, think I got his You know, talk some shit because here's the truth: is that we we don't really know what we're talking about. We're kind of not experts, and so we want to get this. Uh, That's Valeric mine. Stuff over. Yeah, this is Eric. Eric has Spieth, of course, because he's a Spieth yeah, guy. I like that. Hadwin, that's classic. Tagala, Fowler, oh, and KH Lee, who's a TPC guy, and Troy Merritt. Wow. Okay, is this TPC course or no? Yeah. TPC so San is. Antonio. Nice. So, Eric, what made you click the names that you've clicked? You picked Thigala. Have you ever clicked Thigala before? You know, I, I think I wanted to there a couple weeks back when he kind of popped and I didn't. And then so now I have FOMO and, I, and he just showed up recently at. 
was it Punta Cana, or Punta Cana last week? He was kind of in the mix. Yeah, he was like 20th or something. Yeah. yeah. One, one day that wasn't great, and the rest of the days he was pretty good. So I'm, I'm just trying to get six guys through the fucking cut. I, I think I had Hell like two yeah. six at Corrales, which really cost me in our season-long league. So And, you know, KH Lee, he makes the cut, and that's fine. That's all mm-hmm. I'm looking for. And, uh, you know, Ricky Fowler, no, three of six of these guys are in uh, Just Swish's model. So yeah. I what? feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about it. Josh, yeah. you produced your model? I didn't even see it. I did, uh, like an hour ago. Well, and I didn't I was it making that. macaroni and cheese for my child. Oh, there it is. Model for VTO. Let me re- retweet it with the Fantasy Golf Pod Twitter page. Thank you. Oh, wow. Appreciate Bryson's it. at the tippity tip top. This is fake. I'm Number one. <laughs> This is bullshit. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Keep going, Eric. Uh, why did you pick Ricky Fowler? You really think he's going to win and then get into the Masters? You know that actually was in the back of my my mind that like you know he knows he's not he's not in. So who he wants to? You know, that's, that's a narrative this week. I mean, is or yeah. is that possible? If they win, they get in. It is a, it is yeah. a narrative, and I have it as one of the yeah. narratives for Masters motivated or something like that as a lineup for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, and then Troy Merritt's your guy, even on a merit. Even you're a Merritt stand. Yeah, I, I am, and I, and I usually miss out, you know. But I'll, okay. I'll go. I'll go this week, and you know, this is kind of a brand lineup, and I think that we've advocated that. Why didn't you pick Badly at six thousand and save the money and buy? Well, some- see, now I, I might. I'm. I, I'm going to use him because he showed up in the GPPs. In the GPPs, exactly. Okay. He's he's six thousand dollars, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Six thousand. It's Eric's guy, the guy with uh, Aaron Baddeley with no advertisement on his face. He he's great. I mean, out of space at he, at this Valero thing. Okay, who's next? Me, I think. I think oh my gosh! Me. Okay, that's wow. me. Uh, Jish has Bryson, of course, and he's Siwoo Kim, Chris Kirk, the Cash oh, Game God. Kirk, ninety four hundred. This is Cash weird. Game Kucher at seventy eight. That's his, that's the price of Kucher for sure when you play him. And then Lashley, who's in pretty decent form, and yeah. Woo, Dylan, the Dylan version of Woo for sixty one hundred. I don't, actually am not wow. even sure which Woo is the good one, but yeah. this one oh is God, in the model. One. So he, this Dylan was in the model. Yeah, they're probably, all not, probably they're all in the model. Not, obviously, probably not the one that's at sixty one hundred. Is probably not the good one. Yeah, that's, he is. It's a crime. But yeah, you might both. be right. He might not be the good one. They might actually both be not the good one. But one's just a little less good. Nate Lashley was like ten thousand, uh, ten thousand on DraftKings last week, and now he's just like free. So, well, different fields. All right, well, here's your model. No, no, yeah, pretty close. Okay, so you have Bryson at the tippity tip top of your model this week, and you have Hideki's there, Chris Kirk. So you pick Kirk and Kucher because they're in your model. Of course, you didn't last year. You like your model. You're a big model guy because it's paying off, is it not? Tell us, tout your it, model. It, it it is I think um, it was really good for the WGC I think if you mm-hmm. looked at the top so. fifteen yeah. or so okay it was so good. are you gonna get the model for the Masters out soon I don't think we need it for the Masters so you just look at past leaderboards and be done yeah. <laughs> oh God we'll talk about that in a Masters second. is <laughs> easy Masters is the easiest one of the year <laughs> thank you thank you. Right? Okay, go back to this. Okay, no, we're not. We're, yeah, we can talk about the Masters in a second, but we're almost done with the Valero. We're trying to get done with the Valero. This is the Valero. This is Jish's lineup, and we can erase that. We're done it's, with that one. A now? weird one. Bryson and Siwoo, you could be bad. They could both withdraw. 
They right, could for sure. That sounds beautiful. All right, then this guess is, who's that one is? This got to be the Canadian go. Connors and Bramlett, of course. There you go. So Cecil, you picked Connors, who's in ninety eight hundred dollars. He's going to be chalk. You ate the chalk there, maybe. Uh, McNeely, yeah, of course. McNeely's good and fee now. Wow, risking it with the nine K names, three nine K names, and you picked the Gala as well. You have Cam yeah. Champ and you have Bramlett. You're bombing it out there. You think it's going to help you, bomber narrative? I think it's going to help me. They're just uh, other than Cameron Champ, they're just really good golfers. They're all playing really well. Connors, obviously. Connor, I don't even think I have to explain that one. We all know why. McNeely, I think, is like secretly getting much better at everything. So ninety five hundred for him, a little pricey, but I still like it. Tony, I'm gonna go with that. He shot minus seven on Sunday or whatever the last day was for him last week. Okay. That shit. But then his last day, he was firing birdie. So I was like, ah, ninety one hundred in this field. Like he's cheaper than Chris Kirk. How are you not doing Tony Finau? For sure. And then heads up, yeah. I mean, Bramlett, obviously. There's some weeks obviously. where, I mean, I play them all the time. There's some weeks where I think it's a good call. This week, I think it's a good call. Yeah. A pair, it seems like the guys who are shitty at chipping and putting do pretty well here, and he's shitty at chipping and putting, so he'll be fine. Uh, he, Cameron he, Champ, he seems like a discount really, version of Connors. He's like a yeah. Connors Jr. Yeah, he just hits it a little farther, and he's yeah, he's still working on the chipping and putting. And then Champ is obviously dreadful chipping and putting, but every once in a while he goes nuts. So that was that's the risky one is Cam Champ. Like I said, this is an easy week to like just hit play ball strikers, and Cameron Champ is just not a ball striker lately. But sixty nine hundred bucks and he can win. And then Thigla, I had like eight thousand left, and I didn't love anybody, so he was my favorite left. And I'm not leaving a thousand dollars on the table. So he's only leaving four hundred on the table on this lineup. Darbo, uh, what do you think about his Champ pick? I don't mind it. Okay. I mean, guys won twice on the tour. He's good enough to, you know, pop at any moment in time. We just yep. have no idea what the hell's going on with him. Okay. Yeah. So Darbo, I mean, you also risk. picked McNeely. You why why are you on McNeely? Dude, it was so it was just an optimized Let lineup me. that I I like McNeely. Like well, McNeely. I love that. That's the that's the out you use. <laughs> okay. It was just uh, an optimized lineup. I, I like McNeely primarily because the kid is super talented. And yep. when he made it into the match play last week, like yep. he's going to be Eagles and birdies and then might blow up here and there. And that's fine. I'll take that. But that's going to be a he's good thing. He doesn't even really blow up anymore. Like he doesn't really True. do that anymore. Like he's, he really keeps it on the fairway more than a lot of guys. And maybe he doesn't hit a ton of greens, but he's so good around the green that it doesn't matter. So I honestly think he is way better than people think he is like he's really improved in the last six months so i just think he's really good like i think people look at him and be like oh 9500 for mav that's stupid but i think he's worth it okay yeah um and you've started your lineup with the tippity tip top which is rory mcelroy do you think he'll show up and he'll pay off that eleven thousand two hundred dollar price i think somebody in this 10k range is gonna finish inside the top 10 i'm gonna guarantee one guy is going to Okay. Uh, and I think Rory's my favorite one out of all of them. There's too many question marks with Hideki and Bryson. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. I don't mind Jordan Spieth or Abram answer, but okay. I really, really like McElroy this week. And then you went with the Charlie Hoffman Open. Charlie Hoffman, 8,200. Of course. Right. You got to pick him here this week. I can't believe Martins didn't do it. What a fraud. I can't <laughs> believe it either. Martins. <laughs> 
Charlie Hoffman Open. And then you went with Lucas Glover because he's played well here and he won in the fall or when did he win? Was it last year? John Deere. I mean, it's it's kind of a I won't lie, it kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. I don't care for Lucas <laughs> Glover Lucas all that Glover. much. <laughs> he's been he's been pretty good this year. Like he's, he's been not gotta, bad since he won. If you want to win a GPP, you gotta take chances. So and you I don't took mind a chance Glover. on Matthias, Matthias, Matthias Schwab. That's Jish's guy. He burned. I do love me like two yes. weeks ago. So I'm just gonna go back to him. Yeah, I'm oh, in. Okay. Good. And Sig, smoking that Sig. Mm-hmm. Sixty-seven hundred. <laughs> yes, sir. Love it. Okay, well, that's kind of a GPP winning lineup. That's got some upside there. Uh, why don't you fire up my lineup, and then we can be done with the Valer. We can kind of like ridicule and mock. I just went with my beer gut brain model. So if you're following me on Twitter, you're down to real G. I am tweeting the narrative lineups. It's 20 lineups in the quarter arcade, and all of them are like themed or whatever. Hey, um, did you get shit for putting a Pete Dye thing in there? I think you <laughs> deleted it. Did you? Did somebody give you shit for that? Yes. Like, who cares? None of your lineups make none of your lineups are anything related to like the course or anything. Golf. Well, that's oh, what that's what should have done. Like, uh, okay, so Darbo yeah. did was that, you, was that you? Like, you're yes. gonna get ridiculed. I didn't, no, I didn't out him though. Else. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like, out him. Else. I just, I wanted cold. to, I wanted to message Chad and just be like, but, hey man, just so you know, you're probably gonna get some, some backfire. Okay, so, on Chad, that. so next, next week, I didn't know, I look like for the Masters because for the Masters, it'll be obvious. So next week for the Masters, make one of your twenty Pete Dye, like Pete Dye special, <laughs> like, or Bermuda or something, yeah. or no, no, yeah, yeah. Or like something. do Bermuda because yeah. like your narrative lineup said nothing. Like it doesn't have to do anything with the course, like whatever. Right? Just be like, just like yeah. yeah, or oh, like short course and specialists or like fair. That was Darvo's point back to me because I did yeah. delete it and I just made a balance lineup because I totally forgot to make a balance build lineup of all AK names yeah. and I was like, oh shit, well, oh well, whatever. And then I posted it and then I was like, oh perfect, I can delete this stupid lineup of Pete Die guys and I can do an AK. Right I told but Chad anyway. about it and Chad just goes, I don't care. And I was like, well, <laughs> hey, don't we'll see, we'll see how it does. We'll see how it does. But then he deleted it. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, my God, I can't even take this. This is like golf snobbery. <laughs> but anyway, what, um, here we go. Uh, who did I pick? I can't even remember now. Who's uh, – well, I'd probably start with Bryson because, of course, you're Bryson. Of course you did. Here we Bryson go. In, in the beer brain. But, um, and he's great. Uh, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to test his shit out. Like, why wouldn't he? Let's do it. He can't be that hurt if he's playing this week, right? That's what I think. That's what you think, and that's what he thinks. Um, he's healing, and he's Bryson, and he can destroy this course. And he was like, I don't know, thirty three on the betting board at one minute, and then now he's ten two. I'll take it. So Russell, and, and then what's I his just injury? went his his hand. Mm-hmm. What like a what's his and injury? Hip. He just hand his hand. Hip. Okay, so hips a big deal. Hand whatever. Hand, Take that yeah. thing to your club. Good, just eat a bunch of painkillers. Like be a, be yeah. a man about this. this probably what he's heart. doing. Okay, yeah. then I just clicked in. Succession here from 83 to 8,000. Knox, Hoffman, Mito, Kazire. Easy. Right there. Four names in a row. Easy. And then I went Brian Stewart with my $7,200. Because have you seen Brian Whoa. Stewart lately? Kid's popping off. Yeah. I love it. Sucks. Why don't you just do, you know, all of them in a row? You just screw that up. They're in there. You do it your way. I'll do it my way. How about that? Okay. Before we do Masters, everybody, just I say everybody pick one winner for this week. I'll go Corey Connors. You got to pick one guy. Oz is irrelevant. Rory. Bryson. Bryson. Rory. 
Martin? Spieth. I'm going to say Kazire. We got it all nice. covered, except for you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kazire's going to win. I'm so pissed because I was going to put the house on Kazire at 66 to 1, and then I waited and because it was at 60, and I was like, oh, this will drift because no one's going to fucking bet on Kazire. And then it went to fucking 50. Like 40. So now it's at 50, and I'm like, I don't even want to bet it now. So get Tony I think it'll fall back to 60, hopefully. Either way, I don't know the house bet yet. I'm not sure. Right now, it's in my head at Kassire, but <clears throat> are we done with the uh, this portion, or should we talk about Lou Stagner? Because I kind of want to oh, talk about fuck. Lou Stagner before we get into the Masters, because that's the, that's the topic that we have uh, the to get to. Yeah, my pal. Okay. Why isn't he, he still- on the pod? Why? Yeah. Okay, no, Eric, Eric, let's start with you. Why do you – no. First of all, tell us who this guy is. Who is this guy? I mean, I don't even really know. Is this a, like a common household name, Lou Stagner, stat guy? I, I mean, he's a golf stat pro, it says, in parentheses in his Twitter uh, name. So I, I don't know. Well, Josh is the kind of a – do you know more or less about this guy? Maybe Darbo even does. Darbo, do know. you know about Lou I Stagner? reached out to him one time. Oh. I think he just latched on to Scott Fawcett and just like got popular off of that and then – he did. I don't he's know how he has fifty thousand followers. He's been he's been doing like the he provides golf zero thing. value. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Martin's likes the value that he provides. He Martin's. Why do you like Lou Stagner? I think that he provides, you know, very realistic expectations for you know those of us Joe Schmoes weekend you know kind of amateur golfers. They're just give us an example of what, but like. You already know the things that he's saying, right? No, no, sh- like, he's Cecil, not Cecil, breaking Cecil, any news. Cecil, Come on. let's let's hear why Martin's like. Okay, so what does he tell you that you that you're like? I have to hit the like button. <laughs> well, no, no, he is he is speaking truths that that I think people need to know. Like, okay, give know, us an he, example. Like he he says to play the tees that you're appropriately supposed to play. That's like I've been favorite. a fan of that. He's been doing that for quite some time. About you know, don't. Play the white teeth. Yeah, but he tries to make you feel like you're an idiot if you try to tee <laughs> it back. Like he compared it to lifting like I remember that tweet. tons. Like, get out of here. Eric whoa, actually whoa, whoa. loved Eric, that. Okay, tweet. no, Cecil, what are you saying now? He, he no, but Josh, you also don't absurd. like those kind of comparisons. I don't like I didn't like that comparison either because it's it was ridiculous. Here's what I say. Summarize the comparison for people who have no okay. idea who he was saying. So so he's like he basically said if you're whatever a 15 handicap golf or whatever. He's like, some guy came up to me and was like, I like to tee it from the back tees to see how I would compare to the pros. Perfectly reasonable thing for somebody to do. If somebody's like, hey, I want to see what, how what I would shoot from where yeah, the pros go. Your round's going to take, what, maybe 10 minutes more because you're going to be walking a little more and you have or longer you lose, like, shots. Three and, more balls. and you'll miss, yeah, and you'll miss a few more greens. Like, yeah. not affecting anything whatsoever. Instead of shooting an 85, you'll shoot a 96. Yeah. Who cares? And he's Great. like, that would be the equivalent of like, some random person like you or me going and trying to lift like to deadlift like a thousand pounds. It's like, no, because one of them just physically can't happen. And one of them is just, (laughs) you're interested in seeing if you can do it. Okay. Okay. Who is he to tell some random guy that he can't go and shoot 110 if he wants? If you want to go out and shoot 110 and be like, oh, the pro shoot 64. I shot 110. That's what I can do compared to them. Go for it. Obviously some five foot four, 160 pound guy isn't going to go try to, deadlift 2,000 pounds because he's going to die or just not do it. Eric, 
Yes. No, I, I, I think that maybe that comparison was a bad comparison, but I think there were probably... No, not maybe. Comparison. It was bad. It was, sure. <laughs> it was bad. bad comparison. Confirmed bad. <laughs> but then, okay, so then is, okay, so then sorry, is sorry. he now... The, the, the other thing is, is that he has said, I don't like the... I don't want to come on the podcast. I don't like the interactions I've had with some people on Twitter. I'm a little angry and I'm old and I can't take it or whatever. And he's mad. Why is he mad? Why is he, why wouldn't he come on the podcast? Cecil. Okay. So this is also that Scott Fossa guy also posted this. They showed one of his tweets and they're like, Oh, I can't believe reading the replies here. Like the personal attacks on Lou. And I went through every single reply and the worst thing that was said <laughs> Was I think was our everybody here, our pal Scotty, the nope rat, was like, I think he just said, fuck off, Lou. That was the closest <laughs> thing to a personal attack. Nothing else was even, there was like out of 25 replies, maybe six were against him, and none of them said anything mean about the guy whatsoever. And they were like, oh, it's a bunch of personal attacks. Like, where are you, no, they were like, you're this this annoying and stuff like that. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they like, like, that's like, not a personal attack. No, yeah. So he's a little, he's a little sensitive, we'd say, maybe potentially. Big time. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah, but come on, everybody's fucking sensitive on Twitter. <laughs> so, so let, let's push that push that aside for a second. Oh. I think that I think that he's what he's overall trying to do, and you can I think you guys have all said that you think that he's bad at content, and that's you know, who isn't? I mean, there's there's a handful of people that are good at Twitter True. and the rest of us, you know, suck at it. I think overall what he's trying to promote is just to, you know, mm-hmm. encourage the average golfer to, you know, not compare themselves to the fucking PGA tour, which we're all huge fans of. And we all want to score and be like them, but we're never going to be like them. So therefore here, I'm going to present these various things, you know, and, you know, I know you wanted to get into statistics about this. This might actually be the one area where I think Lou is doing a good job as using statistics saying, look at, listen, here's what, here's what, you know, all of the PGA tour uh, statistics show that, even inside these distances that you think like, oh, I should just be an auto like okay. birdie. Yeah. No, you're not going to get an auto and those birdie. Are fine. They don't even fucking auto birdie. So yeah. I, I think his he's stats, doing a really good. I'll... Correct. He has correct stats. I'll give him that. His stats, I'm sure all the time are correct. This, So this is the one that he said where these crazy replies were too. I'll read it up. He's like from 37 feet, just a random number he picked, of course. The best putters on the PGA Tour leave 42% short of the hole. Yeah, your buddy thinks every leg putt should be past the hole. Guess what? I don't have a single buddy that thinks every leg putt should be past the hole. That's not a true thing. I don't like know my just buddy's making... opinion on his leg putts. I, I have no idea. All right, yeah. Like, so I I've get, golfed yeah, okay. Let's bring in our guest because we got Monty here. Monty, what up, dude? Let's not pick and shoot. Oh, shit. Monty's here. Up, Cheers to you, sir. Yeah, you have, a, you have a cold one? I do have a cold one. That a boy. That's it. All right, that's a hat, but it's not an FGP hat. I got one for you right here, my friend. Uh, it's on the way. It's on the way. Yeah, you. You well, you sent it to my email. But yeah, right. no, no, no. I have to send it to physical. Chad, Chad emailed you a hat. What a nice guy. You know, he, I didn't know if he was into digital shit or if he wanted the physical thing. I don't know. This, this generation. Shoot the shit and listen to. Listen right on. Well, okay, Monty. Do you have an opinion on Lou Stagner? Have you ever heard of this guy? Uh, I followed him a couple days ago. Okay. And uh, pretty entertaining. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah, he gets a lot of replies. I'll give him that. Like he ropes he every damn time he ropes me in. Like if his <laughs> if his goal yeah. is to just get me fuming, oh, it works. He is a professional 
at the keyboard warrior, but like the other way. So it's like yeah. he's like a keyboard ninja in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, if you want to use the term like live rent free in my head, yeah, that guy lives rent free in my head. 100%. <laughs> I'm okay to admit that. That's fine. Oh, Monty. Wow. Tell us a little bit about yourself. While uh, do you do you subscribe to any of these sites like Fancy He's National? Not even in it. Lou Stagner is not even in it for the clicks, though. I just think he. Oh, he. I know. He's a, yeah, he, yeah. Like, He's a little ego yeah. guy, a little man. Yeah, but uh, uh, no sub. Uh, Fantasy National. That's pretty much it. Because my friend, uh, the, have you heard of these other websites that are coming out? It's like ETR, the established the run guys that are getting uh, into golf. Um, yeah. That fantasy points, Darbo, have you seen that? Fantasy points has hired some names. I know oh. another name that they haven't even announced that that's going over there. So there's some people that are going to be writing some content behind paywalls. Uh, are you interested in paying those those fees, Monty? Uh, probably not. I'm good with, uh, fantasy national and like <laughs> mashing some buttons. Well, we're friends with fan share. Like, I have like my core of guys that I like to play. Cool. Yeah. Same. It's like I live in Ohio, so I can't sports bet. It's not legal in Ohio. Right, right, right. right. We live in Minnesota, um, Martins and most of these people. So so, yeah. My way around it is from, I play my dudes. Over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Brand. And uh, that's how I do it. Speeth, Burns, you know, the hogs. Oh, you're a Speeth guy, huh? Oh, I love Speeth. Well, welcome to the program. Martin's, uh, he's Mr. Speeth. Uh, I don't know. If there was a uh, man that you would leave your wife for, would it be Tiger or Speeth? Oh, my God. Speeth. <laughs> Martin, <laughs> Martin who would you, he would have a hard time deciding, too. Imagine, <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those give you he'll give you everything you need without He's all young. the headache you know just take speed <laughs> but, but tiger's got more money and he would die earlier for, but you can speed has enough money you could buy anything you want if you want him to be your sugar but dad, he, would, he wouldn't die you can get whatever you want have to die oh no okay so here we go all right, those guys are likable people though is the problem <laughs> sorry dead okay. air um, now, what we're trying to say, though, is that uh, if you are going to pay for one of those services, you got to have some expectations and maybe don't do that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Maybe don't even bet on golf at all. Right, guys? Because, like, this stuff's basically roulette. And if you have a problem and you're gambling more than you are willing to lose, you should call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a sports podcast, but we, or, there's a warning. You can <laughs> or suffix. Self good yes. from DK. You did that, right? I love it. I did that. I did that. Monty, you're so good at that. Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. My, my first week, but my first week back was the players. Oh, really? I self excluded the three months prior to the players. Good man. Okay. I see you're a walking <laughs> example of that. You need to take a break. You need to take a break. Take a break. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Smart, so we're not right. taking a break for the fucking Masters, though. That's what we're okay, first. I got to break for the Masters. Before, oh wait, no, Cecil's got a question. Before we talk right. Masters, uh-huh. I got to ask, and I'll ask Monty because I know he's got this in his backyard. How is the disc golf setup looking so far? Oh my god, is it, it's beautiful. Is it good right now, or yeah, is it? It's, uh, it's a little swampy. Yeah, we got little, we got some wet some right soft now. wetlands back there, but yeah. I've got uh, I've got nine baskets, eighteen holes. I've got a full fucking 18-hole disc golf course 
My Where do you live, Monty? In Ohio, like in the middle of nowhere? Uh, Central Ohio. I live like 20 miles east of Columbus, Ohio. So you got some property? You got an acre or something? Uh, we got like six acres. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Fun. Okay. Because Martins and I are senior year of our high school. Do you remember that, Martins? What? When we skipped school and we went and built a uh, uh, disc golf course? Yes. And we drove out. And then, yeah. yeah and then so uh, our senior year, we built the disc golf course. So we could get out of school. This stuff oh, was yeah. so fun. Yeah. Great sport. And Martin's was like an Eagle Scout, so they like trusted him <laughs> to teach to teach the others how to play disc golf. No, to like build yeah. and like <laughs> we need to make this level and shit like that. Like Martin, I promise, we didn't smoke any weed in the process. No, we did not. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that's yeah. fair. That's, <laughs> that's the stigma that comes with it, but. There's dudes on. It's not tour. true at all. There, there's Some dudes of those guys on tour right now. They're making like ten thousand dollars for finishing like third place. Yeah, Damn, that's sweet. Big That'll deal. Buy a lot of discs. Okay, Big so <laughs> we got to get into the Masters, right? We got to talk about that. We got about twenty minutes left of the program. We're, uh, I mean, the pricing came out today. Should we throw up the pricing? You want to do with the betting board? Because I got some bets out there. You guys remember when I hit a Morikawa at the Open bet last year? And I then I hit a nope. camp champ. Well, first of all, I bought some carpet. It helped me sell my house. Right over there. And <laughs> Is that the house bet? <laughs> yeah, it was house bet on champ at the at the three M open. I remember champ. Is that the so last time you won a house bet? The, I won. I I some long time ago. I won a house bet. But okay, so then these my bookie crookies they fucking made me make a bunch of bets because or like you know they were like you need to spend two thousand to get out your two thousand and I was like holy crap I, have, I remember I have that seven hundred dollars left. So then I just fired off on a ton of Masters futures. So I've got a bunch of shit right here. I got some. From, that's from back then still? Oh, that yeah. Seems like that was a while so I got $25 ago. on. Uh, no, I have 75 on Morikawa total. But I got 25 at 30 to 1. And I got 50 at 25 to 1. So I'm going in on Morikawa to win some big Morikawa. Do you guys like Morikawa to win? Or is that weird? Is that it, We don't like it as much, don't we? I don't like Kawa at all. I thought right after the open, I was like, remember after he won the open and everybody was like, he's never going to be over 20 to one for a major again. And then it was like Mm -hmm. five days later. It's like, dude, he's still 25 to one. And he's, what is he going to be? He's going to be like 30 to one here. So I I don't even know if I got any value on that. There's just so many guys right now. Everybody, everybody just kind of goes through cycles of like, who's the best player. Right. So nobody is tiger. Martins knows that more, more than anybody. Right. Martins. Nobody's tiger Woods. Nobody's gonna be Tiger Woods yeah. talking about Morikawa. Kind of thought for a minute that he was gonna be it, and then. What- but this is why you know he's not. All of a sudden, it's like, well, maybe he's not like with Tiger. There was never. I mean, I wasn't paying attention to golf when he was great, but I'm assuming there was never any question like, oh, maybe maybe Tiger's not that guy. Like now, it's like the fact that you even have to ask, like, oh, maybe he's not that guy. It just means that nobody's ever gonna be close. No, they Dark talked mode. about that a ton when he was like hurt and, and uh, yeah, well, and yeah like, that's they were like though. he'll never be the tiger that he was, right, Martin? So they've yeah. had that conversation a million times. Like when he was at his peak health, nobody was probably ever like, oh, maybe he's not the best golfer in the world. Like with Mark Sweater. Don't get me started on people questioning what's going to happen with Tiger here next week. Okay, so let's oh, question yeah. what's going to happen. Let's get right into that. If Tiger, um, let's go around the table here and let's Tiger predict whether he'll play and then, Monty, whether what his finish will be. So I think he'll play, and I think he'll make the cut. I think he'll finish like a top 20, maybe, 
maybe T27 or something like that. Like if he got a birdie, he'd be up to maybe T19 or something maybe. So like he's going to be there, but he's not going to be he's not going to really ever be in contention, but he's going to be there. Will Mark. you ever click Tyler Gooch? Taylor Gooch? Tyler Woods. We'll get to him in a second, Monty. We're talking <laughs> we're going to round table the, the uh, Tiger Woods prediction. Monty, where, too, where's Tiger bad. Woods going to what's he going to do here at in the next week? Is he going to play? What direction oh, are we going? Man. I'm going to ask Monty. Uh, my gut, my gut says he doesn't play. Okay, so yeah. he's not going to play. Martins, is he going to play, or and how is he going to finish? He's going to play. He's going to be in contention on Sunday, and that's where it's going to like a T five style. It's just going to depend on what happens with the other guy. People are going to wilt under the pressure of Tiger. Okay, Darbo, do you agree with that? Where is he going to play, and where is he going to finish, Eric Darbo? Yeah, I think I think he plays, and I think he actually makes a storyline Saturday, but then in, in kind of traditional Tiger sense towards his late half, he's going to just finish 40th place. God so damn it. He'll be like mm. in the top 10th or the top 10 in Saturday, and we're going to get all super excited, and then he's just going to okay. finish like 46th place. Got it. He's gonna fatigue. What about Don't you, Cecil? What's his? What's your prediction on Tiger? Okay, so he'll probably play. Like I feel like he's making this effort to try to play. So after all that, he'll probably play. And since it's such an easy cut to make, he'll maybe make the cut. But I think it'll be close. And then he'll be featured group on Saturday morning because he'll yeah. be the first tee time out, and he'll mm-hmm. get just drummed by some no name who's his playing partner, and then he'll end up finishing like <laughs> second last out of everybody who makes the cut. Oh man, okay, Jish. What oh, about man. you? Do you have any optimism? That's not very optimistic. Come on, That's not I think he's, <laughs> he's playing. Okay, making the cut. Okay, I hope he doesn't play just because it'd be hilarious. So do I. Yes. I actually, that I actually hope he doesn't play because yeah, I mean, everybody right. is playing. Martin's wants him to play. Come okay, what, okay, so he's gonna play though. Josh's opinion. That's your prediction. Yes. And T seven. T seven. Get out of here. Okay. Uh, now, I'm in a text thread with Martins and Josh, and Martins hey, is like, what up, Adam? How you doing? What kind of beer are you drinking? Um, so Josh, Eric, and I have been texting about the Masters and about Augusta, and the well, mostly just Josh and I, because Eric doesn't really <laughs> respond ever in this thread. So I should just be texting Josh back and forth. But well, either way, I, we're in a thread together. Thanks for, Jeff, the, thanks for the invite, guys. We, we don't have a Canadian <laughs> freaking dialogue. Yeah, have we have a phone. Need to, you we have a cell phone? Dump Eric and put Cecil in. Well, whatever. Oh, okay, so... Oh, my. Is an Android or is it an Apple? No, it's not an Android. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so whatever. Uh, Josh okay. and his Android. I think you have an Android. I have an Android. Oh, yeah. yeah, like a, the loser he is. We don't even Sorry. get blue screens with our text thread. Uh, you don't like Augusta. You're not an Augusta guy. Uh, Ooh, that's weird. I wouldn't. Did I say I don't like Augusta? I, don't, I think that was a lie. <laughs> that There's probably words in your mouth. But you are saying that you don't understand why. Like, why does everyone love it so much? And I actually don't even think that. Everyone's I know bad why brainwashed people, them. Whoa, 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 whoa! I understand why people <laughs> like the Masters. It's Golf people love history. Masters is all history. Mm-hmm. It's been played for a zillion years. Like it's same core, same everything. People love the. It happens all the time, every year. Same thing going. On. People love that shit. I played basketball my whole life. I'm new-ish to golf. Okay. I don't care about history. So like, 
Oh, Masters yeah. is like nothing to me, really. Got like, it. It's it's exciting. It's the first <laughs> major of the year, so that's cool. But like, as far as the golf that's being played, Martin it's not my favorite golf. Like it's well, like just look at the course. Imagine playing it. Like playing that course. It, the the course lo- looks fun to play. I, no, I it's think. also I like fun it. Fun because... to play. Are you? Fun? <laughs> yeah, I would play that. Imagine not playing that course. So are people, be awesome. are people going to play speed or not? Oh, like, I have to. Well, because course history now, Data Golf, Data Golf will tell you that Augusta is the one place for course history. Course history, truth or Eric Martin's? Are you going to play speed? Are you going to go back to the golf uh, course history models? I'm going to go grab a beer. Tell us, Martin's. You're the course history guy. I don't know if I'm the course history guy, but yeah, I mean, speed at Augusta, absolutely. Didn't he? We want we want speed to win this again. We hate yes, hated to see do. what happened. We yeah. hated to see what happened in 2016. That was that was awful. So here's my here's my other thing about about the Masters is it's if you look at past leaderboards, it's the same 15 dudes fighting at the top of the leaderboard every year. Just a matter of who doesn't put it in the water on the par three on Sunday. Like so then we yeah, all there's always like a, we just yeah, play but there's always a few a few new yeah. guys like. Cam Smith and Corey Cam Smith kind of pops in there, the yeah. Last couple of years, like there'll be a couple <laughs> new guys this year and a couple old guys that follow. Right, Tiger but for the most part, it's the same dudes. Like so, I mean, yeah, um, right. it's not my favorite tournament because I haven't been into golf my whole life. Everybody you, loves the Masters. Have, have you seen? What that, I like, like about it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Every hole that you like, every hole that they play, like at this, at this week, at this whatever, TPC, San Antonio, whatever, when they're like, oh, he's on the par four seventh, I'm going to be like, yeah, I got no idea what that hole looks like. At the Masters, every hole, it's like, oh, I know what that hole looks like. Oh, it's like, yeah, I know what that one looks like. Like, you know every hole. Yep. They come back to everyone, every regular course every year, but this is the one that you, like, watch and pay attention. Like, you can say, oh, it's the sixth hole at Augusta. I know what that one looks like. Oh, it's the... 12th hole. I know what that one looks like. Like, I know what each one of the holes looks like. Any other course. You get like, like a oh. memory from the past. Yeah. Hole or like, like, we're at we're at every course. There's like a signature hole or like a signature, like three hole stretch. At the Masters, it's just one to 18. Yeah. Like, and I kind of like, like not stretch. knowing, though. I'm, I'm the opposite. I kind of like that's, not knowing. That's uh, kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. You're weird. Okay, you get whatever. to a hole and you're like, I have no clue how people are going to play this hole. I want to watch everybody play it. A different way, or maybe it's the same way, but I have no clue. That sounds a lot like someone who's never had a home course to play on. <laughs> That's I just said that I'm I played basketball <laughs> my whole life. I'm five years into like taking mm-hmm. golf very seriously. So, right. and and let's not let's not forget too that like every course that's on the on on the PGA Tour circuit. There's there's a there's like a remote possibility you can play, and there's actually a, a, a actually an easy possibility to play. There's no fucking way you're ever gonna play Augusta in your whole life, and you just have no. to accept that. Oh, and I'm that's why, that's why everybody watches this tournament and just is like, this is a course I'm never gonna play because I'm never gonna be able or to see play. in person or see or or, or even to a see in person, let alone. I mean, you yeah. can see in person, but like, we're never gonna play that course. We're never. Right. Right. What do you think about that? You will you die. Play it one day. You are. I played it once or twice on a video Ooh. game. Never <laughs> gonna play it, but I think uh, Muirfield, the Memorial, <laughs> is a similar comp, and I go there every year. It's oh. twenty. It's twenty minutes from my house. Yeah, you can go there anytime you want. 
You get yeah. so you're bored with the masters too, then. But every time I've went there, I've just followed speed. So that <laughs> a boy. Okay, <laughs> so speaking chalk. Let's talk about uh, bring up the uh, DraftKings board. Can you do that? Can we, or do you want me to? Because I got it ready. Yeah, you bring it. If you got it, I can get it quick. But if you got it, go ahead. Nope, I got it ready because we're in this. Con- hey, have you joined this contest yet? Look at this contest that I made. There's twenty or no, there's what? How, oh, there's two hundred people in this contest, and it pays out eighteen fucking hundred first and a thousand eighty for second. You can cash a comma, Martins, if you're second in this contest that I put together for the Masters. Why do you target? Yeah, cash a comma for second. That's amazing. Are you going to join it? I'm going to join it. Okay, well, Martin's didn't join the last. He hasn't joined it. He doesn't spend $20, but I'm saying you can win almost $2,000. It's great. Yeah, I'll be in there. Okay, so at the tippity tip top, Scotty Scheffler, we're at the, uh, we're on YouTube. We're doing things. You got us on Spotify, iTunes. We got Monty with us. We got Cecil. He's here. This is the Masters, like, sh- you know, pre show. We've already talked about the fact that we're going to go live on Sunday. So that'll be fun. That'll be different. We're going to go early because we want to get you that content. <clears throat> Anyone going to the tippity tip top? Uh, Monty, are you going to click 11,000 Scheffler? No chance. Why not? Uh, the first build I had, yeah, I believe my first player was Speed. Was Speed. Well, okay, okay. Well, enough of you, Monty, with your Speed love. So, yeah. Should probably pass on. All right. Well, what about you, Darbo? Are you clicking the top price guy? No chance for Rob. Well, I mean, I, I create a hundred lineups, so or thereabout. I'm gonna have Scheffler in I would assume like fifteen to twenty percent of my lineups. Okay. Okay. That seems like a more than the other guys, maybe. Well, um, there's some names in the 10K range that are juicy and that could t- potentially win and have won Masters Jackets. DJ's won one. Will JT get one? Cecil, hell no. DJ, DJ's the DJ is the most easy, obvious out of all the guys above ten. Like he's the slap dunk here. What? Not even a question to me. Not even a question. I think Cecil. I remember you calling us dumb for not picking uh, DJ the other week. Yeah, which was that? Which week was that? Was I forget? Was it the the match play? Was the no? Was the players? Which which was fine. He was good there. I can't remember, but either way, there was. There's been a couple. Oh, no, it was, it was Gen- probably Genesis. Valspar. Oh yeah. What did he do there? Was he 39? Yeah. So he sucked there. Bad call. All right. Doesn't <laughs> matter. You can kind of tell with DJ. He either doesn't care or he does. And when he starts playing yeah. well, he plays really well for a long yeah. time. Well, guess what? Last week he played really well, and he played really well the whole week. Even that last match against Connors, when he clearly didn't care. You can't take any stock into that one. He was clearly done with the week. Like he's there to win or to not show up at all. So sure. Dustin Johnson, well, he's about to go on one of his big runs and the masters is the perfect mm. place for him. He's been good here. Other than missing the cut last year, he approved here every year. Finally won it. I, I mean, if you're going to pick a guy above 10 K, it's got to be DJ. It's got to I mean, what's it's the not argue- even a question for me. What's the, what's the argument against Kepka though? Well, we're, so, in, we're so in the 10K range. We, we want to decipher who we like. Because Martins, we want to know who you want in this 10K range. Do you have anyone, or are you going to just skip it? Because Monty's like, I'm skipping. I'm going right to speed, and I'm going to Kepka because I'm a smart person. Yeah. And that's probably what I would do. Yeah. But Martins, are you yeah, I mean, everything, everything Cease just said makes sense for, for Kepka. Too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Agreed. Okay, and I true, would say true, true. That's true. You could either I'd say if you're gonna play one of these 10k guys, it has to be DJ. And if you don't want to like find somebody cheap to play, then don't play DJ. And yeah, Kepka for the exact same reasons, 100 percent has to be. I mean, he only almost have to play the guy. For sure. Martins, yeah. are you taking anybody in the 10k range? Well, Cecil and I have been on the same page here for the last couple of weeks, so I, I'm 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 with you on the DJ take. Okay. And if I if I was to deviate off DJ, and I think I'm going to play a bunch of lineups. I don't I can't do a hundred lineups like Darbo, but uh, if I'm making twenty, I, I am going to go down a little bit to Morikawa and, and Victor Hovland. That that I mean these those these guys are are the ones that are leading us. Those those guys are going to win a Masters. One of those two guys is going to win a Masters in the next handful of years sure. they have to okay no- maybe this question that we've been proposed or posed in the chat here is matthew's question maybe darbo you know or uh, i don't pay for play for 555 but he's asking in the 555 dollar contest do you still play ownership because it's only an 800 person field i think you kind of do but do we it's even- easier it's it's just you don't have to Explain worry about why like- it's easier so it's easier because in those ones, the guys who are super high-owned and super obvious are even more high-owned, and the guys who are less obvious are even less. So instead of needing to play, if you want like a 1% guy, instead of having to pick somebody crappy for it, you can pick just like a regular decent player that's going to be 7 or 8% in the Millie Maker, and he'll be lower-owned in that. You can fade yeah. whoever the popular guy is going to be, if it's going to be Cam Smith or if it's going to be Rory or depending on how things go this week. If you fade that guy, it's like, okay, well, there's 30% of the field that's already wiped out because everybody just plays the better plays than these. So I just find you don't have to go quite as crazy to get the correct ownership. But at the same time, like, what is he saying, 800-person field? Like, you really don't have to be that yeah. different at all. You don't got to worry about your lineup being duplicated. No. So you just, I, just, I would just play the guys that, play the guys that you, you want to play. Yeah. But And I always end up liking a couple guys that aren't super popular anyway, so... Even if you have three popular guys, just play three guys that aren't super popular and you're good to go. Well, then, and also, is there really going to be a name that emerges? Like, I don't know if there is this year. There's been names in the past that you feel you felt like, oh, God, this is so obvious yeah. or whatever. Now, if Rory goes out and he performs really well. It's Patrick. It's Patrick. Well, no, in the top. Yeah, it's bad. Top. Yeah. yeah. But, no, but for his question, like, Anybody like I would say right now, and I'm obviously big on the Corey Connors bandwagon right now, but at his price and his history <laughs> here, I'm assuming he's going to be one of the really high owned guys. So, say you want to fade Corey Connors, boom, you fade Corey Connors, and that there's five guys around him that could easily do just as well as him, right? Totally, 100%. Or, or just play him and then pick somebody else at the top, like just play him and play In that type of contest. On Hobland, right? All you have to do is choose a 6k golfer, and you're most likely not going to get duped depending on whichever 6K golfer you choose, and you're more likely going to get closer or have the best chance to win that tournament just by doing that. Because everyone usually plays a little bit more conservative when they're spending that much money. It's like, well, I can't justify going to the 6K range because it's way too volatile down there. I'm just going to stick with 8K, 7Ks, and 9K golfers. Because the 9K range is it's like... It's one of the best 9K ranges on any slate for this tournament. Like, so everybody's going to go right there. So if you yeah. start with and the 10K, cash, go to a 6K, yeah. and then fill in the yeah. rest, you're not going to get duped, and you don't even have to worry about ownership. 
Yeah, because people, I'm assuming, think that like if you min cash that contest, like that's still a decent profit. Like even if you don't double up, you can still make fine money just by simply having a green lineup. Yeah, like, you're still good to go. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, now we talked about a couple of names that are uh, chalk. We're going to talk on Sunday night more about the Masters. We're going to get really into it. We're going to just spend a whole hour just basically talking about it. Meet us back here, Monty. Then Darbo, you're welcome to meet us then. Um, is there any name that like jumped off the page as weird to you? Now, Monty did say Gooch. It's eighty seven hundred dollars. That was a yeah, little bit that one's yeah, that that's big time. I can imagine playing Gooch at eighty seven hundred. Right. Yeah, shocking. That one was Seems shocking. weird, especially uh, when like Max Max Homa seventy one hundred. What's what's the difference between Taylor Gooch and Max Homa? <laughs> Like, as far as, like, what your expectation for them in the tournament is. Literally, Sam Burns is my dude, and there's no chance I would click Gooch over five. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Now, we talked a little bit about Tiger, and are we using him at And Tony. Tony, 8,100. If Tony's good this week, he's going to be the most popular player. And if Tony sucks this week, well, he's still 8,100. Like, he's still at a place he's done well at. He's still, like, ridiculously cheap. Tony Tony is for how he's been playing is way overpriced. <laughs> Big Tone, he just way he, overpriced. He just curb stomped X on Friday. It's just he's been he's I been bad, but I don't think he's been as bad as it appears that he's been. So Tony's gonna have a good week this week. Okay, we should just discuss real quick for people that may not uh, know. Uh, there are some myths with. Um, PGA DFS. One of them is to Darbo leave a bunch of money on the table because that'll make you different and that helps. Darbo hates that one. I that hate that so that. much too. It's dumb. I left four hundred this week and it makes me four hundred is not like a thousand. You know, like four hundred you sometimes but have like, to because you just yeah, feel away. But like if you go to sixteen hundred and you're like thinking that's a good idea, that's stupid. Um, fading chalk right. in general. Darbo, we've, you've made a podcast about that. You can plug your own show. When is that? Yeah, I mean, in, in most of my videos, I'll have a resource down in the description uh, that talks about does ownership matter. You can then go to that video, go to the spreadsheet that I use, and look look at it for yourself. Like, I'm a visual person. I want you all to to see what it actually looks like. Like, I'm not manipulating anything. Like, you, you can go to it and take a look for yourself to see, hey, Ownership doesn't matter when it comes to picking the the right people up top. So, it, it, you just you just need to learn how to to differentiate your lineups by just one golfer, just one yeah. golfer, really. And it doesn't really matter who's super owned. So, anyways, yeah, we've yeah. been saying that for years, Martin. We've often been saying that maybe stats in golf don't predict uh, athlete performance. Nope. And ownership. and ownership doesn't matter. Patrick Reed have the one have the one name. That's but like, okay, so next no, not even next week. This is just another pod this week on Sunday night. We're gonna talk about the recent form guys, the guys that have been playing well, and should we use them? We're gonna talk about the course history guys at Augusta. The best players that have ever played at Augusta, should we use them? We're gonna talk about the fades. Who are the guys we're not gonna use? We're gonna talk about some guys that you have not thought about that maybe you should that we're going to play and we're going to talk about who's motivated 
and at the end of the pod on Sunday, we're going to talk about our favorite plays. We're going to go through our lineups so we can do each and every week. Thanks for joining us this week. This has been a fun pod. It's again yes. an open bar. So anytime you want to stop by, Monty, you're welcome to stop by. You're on the yeah. Uh, again, thanks for having me on. First time. Cheers ever. to you. Cheers to you, Josh, for being the uh, mad producer behind the scenes there, doing the things, mixing the dial, doing the time stamps. So if you wanted to do, you know, skip mention match. Thanks, Josh, for doing that. Play yeah. the music. Let's get out of here. Okay. <laughs> start another one? Oh, yeah. That's like not even half empty.